Welcome to Talk No Jutsu. I'm Smug Donuts here with my wife, Spiral Fishcake, and we're here to talk about anime. Anime is an important part of our culture! On this episode, we're going to talk about our first impressions of the fall 2022 lineup, like Spy Family, Chainsaw Man, My Hero Academia, and more. So we are back from our break. We took a break over the summer, and we did that because, well... We, we had a baby. We had a baby, yeah. He's been doing great, but we mm -hmm. were busy with him over the summer. We watched a lot of a anime, ton of anime while we were ta at home taking care of him. Yeah, even like the day he was born, we were watching Call of the Night. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Call of the Night in the hospital. Yeah, we watched a lot while neither of us were working for that first month. But now we are back to more regular schedules and we're back to recording the podcast and we yeah. are ready to... Had to come back for Chainsaw Man. Come of on. Of course, of course. There's just too many anime this season. We were talking about when, when we wanted to come back because we always knew we wanted to. And we we're like, you know what? October would be the perfect time. Yeah, for sure. Because this season is... You can't miss it we we no. got to talk about it we'll we'll have a catch-up episode at some point to talk about some stuff that we wanted to talk about when we were gone but this first one's just going to be about this fall anime season because there's just so much to talk about yeah we'll get to all that anime we watched over the summer eventually but right now focusing on first impressions of mm -hmm. this 2022 anime all right so we're going to talk about the seasonal anime that we just watched and be aware there will be spoilers so if you don't want to listen to those spoilers for a specific show. Just check the timestamps in the description and you can skip to just the part you want to listen to. So what anime do you want to talk about first? Well, so far we have seen nine seasonals this fall. And I think we should talk about My Hero Season 6 because we just watched the most recent episode of that today. Episode 3 of the season? Yes, episode season. 3 of the season. Which is crazy. I can't believe we're already three episodes in. It feels like it literally just started. I'll be honest. I haven't been a huge fan of My Hero over the past few seasons. It just kind of feel like it fell off for me. After yeah. season, what, three? Yeah. Um, season three was, was great. And then four and five, to me, like five was better than four, but both of them to one me One was amazing. Okay. Two was great. Three was good. And then like four and five, I was like, okay, I, I can see where this is going. Overhaul kind of was whatever. And then the next one was okay. But this, this season has just been really good. It feels like it has picked back up from where I wanted it to be back in season three. I've enjoyed the fact that they just kind of like launched right into all the action that's been really good i feel like the last couple of seasons we've gotten just a bunch of random recap episodes or like slowness getting into anything actually happening but this season it's just starting off right off the bat just right into things which i really like to me it felt like the other seasons were set up for the next season but I was surprised when overhaul season wasn't a setup for the next season. It was the setup for some other season in the future. Like, I don't even know what that was a setup for. But then season five was a setup for this season. And yeah. that has felt great. I'm like, great. Now we get to go straight into this. This is now the action season that's super fun, super great. All these loose ends are tying together. So far, the craziest thing in this season has just been seeing Denki have his big moment to shine. I feel like he has such a good character arc of he's always just been somebody who's kind of goofball and kind of like scared <laughs> in certain cases. But then yeah. like his moment came up where he had to save people and he, he really just pulled through. Yeah, 
became charge bolt at the exact right time. <laughs> yeah, and what's funny is, like you said, he's always been not the bravest kind of dude. Usually he's a very scaredy cat kind of guy. So it was cool seeing him in the moment where it matters, you know, where he needs to be brave, take charge and like save people. <laughs> he actually pulled through. He did it. He's not my favorite character or anything, but I've always liked him. So it was fun to see him have his own. And he pulled out like a rocker moment. pose almost. Yeah, like that a, was really neat. Pointed at the sky like a lightning rod. Yeah, he looks so cool. I loved it. I love that moment. I also liked Eraserhead and Present Mike and Endeavor had some cool one-liners there in the first episode when they were first coming into the hospital. They had some cool moments, especially Eraserhead. He looked really cool. I wish we had seen him more since then, but we, we only really saw him in the first episode. Yeah, and oh my gosh, Mirko. She yes. had the coolest moment yes. so far in my opinion it was absolutely wild seeing her just tear through like five of the most powerful nomus completely effortlessly and then she like loses her arm and then keeps fighting just as hard and then it's like i guess i should probably put something on this arm before i die or whatever yeah but she's like whatever i'm just gonna keep fighting yeah <laughs> What I like about this season so far is it feels like a lot of characters have been getting their own really cool moments lately. Like even Dark Shadow got his own really cool moment this last episode. Uh -huh. I, I love that they are so organized with the way that they're attacking the villains mm -hmm. that they're doing it in such a way where every single person who's there seems to have their own purpose and their own part to play. And I think that that's cool because I feel like like on big ensemble casts like My Hero, sometimes people can get really lost in it and it feels like they don't have anything to do or like there's no reason why they're there. But they're doing a really good job of showcasing, even if it's just a short little like minute moment, that they're all getting that moment. And, and it makes it feel like even though this, this anime moves very quickly and you get right mm -hmm. into the action in a lot of cases, when they show so many things like that, it makes you feel like, okay, they're going against an army worth of people right now and they have a specific strategy for tackling an army where they bring their own set of numbers. Each individual team has their own purpose. The powers that they picked out for those teams all have different reasons. There's people that listen to things from a distance and like make sure that they understand enemy positions there's people that scout and go ahead way way far ahead and try to figure things out there's people that block off entrances and there's people who have tactically wide attack patterns that can attack many people at once that were put up front and then there's the most powerful people of all the super strong people are in the city helping people escape because those people like Bakugo and Deku and Todoroki wouldn't wouldn't be useful in this fight. They should really be in the yeah. evacuation squad. That is one criticism I have is that Bakugo, Todoroki, and Deku aren't around right now. And I feel like the reasoning for them not being there doesn't totally make sense. But, you know, whatever. They're saving it, people. It, they're helping I, people. I actually feel like it kind of does because in my mind, this might not be the reason they did it, the mm -hmm. writers, but in my mind, mind Deku, Todoroki, and Bakugo are not the big three. They are not the most important people to these heroes. They are a bunch yeah. of kids. I guess even right? even though to us they are like to the viewers they're some of the most important people but in the big scheme of things in terms of heroes and everything they're not. So to me it makes me question why they brought any of the kids at all but they probably think if they need power right just pure power then they're going to use Endeavor or Mirko or Hawk they're going to use one of their powerhouses they're not going to use Deku or Bakugo. 
So they already have that handled. And the question is, who's going to protect the citizens? They need somebody who has a decent amount of power, but that they want to be safer to be back and protect That's the fair. citizens. So to me, it makes sense that they would leave by, behind kind of like the sidekicks to protect the citizens. But at the same time, it feels like if Denki's good enough to fight well, the people, then like, why wouldn't they bring but Deku? But he wasn't really fighting. He was just absorbing that one guy's charge. That, and sure, so no, but... literally nobody else, as far as I understand, could do what he did. So I think that's why they picked him. And, and same with Dark Shadow. Like they had very specific talents that they needed them for. I wonder if the reason that they didn't bring those three is just because they're so dang destructive with their powers. Probably. And they're kind of wild. You never know what they're going to do. So they can't be trusted to follow Maybe. plans. Maybe. That's a good point. And another thing to consider is that these people steal powers. I imagine that it's safe that the adult heroes are going in and they have really powerful powers, but they know how to handle themselves. So maybe it was a good thing that Deku, Bakuko, and Dodorogi stayed behind. Hopefully mm -hmm. hopefully we'll get to see what, what they're up to soon. I bet we will. All three of them are like a major part of the opening. So I bet we'll see. Yeah, I bet so. Let's talk about that Hawks and... Uh, no. You don't want to talk about no, Hawks? No, not and... Hawks. Poor, poor Twice. Oh, my I word. Know. It was so sad. It was really sad seeing Hawks betray Twice like that. Personally, I get it. And I feel like if these heroes did exist in our world, they'd be betraying criminals like that, killing them like crazy. I think the show wants you to feel like Twice is this compassionate and like nice person and deserves a second chance because he's always working for the better of others. He, he goes through a lot of pain for others. Yeah, he's always there for his friends. And I think one of the main draws of the League of Villains is that they're not necessarily bad people who want to do bad things. I think a lot of them just feel very misunderstood and frustrated at the heroes and what they're like and what, you know, what they've done. With the League of Villains, their whole thing is that they feel like misunderstood by society or they feel like their quirk that they were given is like kind of weird or like can be used for like stereotypically villainous things, but it's not their fault. Like that's just what they were given. And so they feel, I think, very jaded, but they're not necessarily all like evil, bad people. Like I don't think Twice is a bad person. He's always trying to be there for his friends. Right. So it was really sad to see hawks have to betray him i mean he it was the right thing to do because obviously like th he's part of this villainous group and he wants to stop him and he's done bad things and so he does deserve to be in jail and he hawks wanted to help him turn his life around but then he fought back and so it made it difficult i mean hawks must have done some bad things to get into their good graces yeah so how is he any better? i don't know i guess maybe he's not and then dobby was willing to almost burn twice to death he but... said that he seemed to think that twice would have been fine yeah well he was counting on hawks to save him which right. is like pretty bold i think well he said heroes always save people's lives yeah. oh and also dobby knew hawks's name like his legit name so it seems like there's some foreshadowing there maybe there's more to dobby than what we think i hope that twice is okay i guess we'll have to see next time you know next episode because they make it seem like he's obviously hurt not doing super well but they didn't say for sure one way or the other if he's dead so we'll have to see twice is alive i hope so he's like a major villain they wouldn't just kill off a major villain like that without a big scene about it well that scene where he was talking to togo was pretty intense and sad 
I've heard from manga readers that this part of My Hero Academia is where it starts to take a turn and gets really intense, so mm -hmm. they might start killing off people for real. Okay. <laughs> you seem very skeptical. I am. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you next episode, right? So next seasonal we watched, Uzaki-chan. We are on episode three of Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out, and it's been a good season so far, I'd say. It's been just a continuation of the exact same thing that we were seeing before, <laughs> with the exception of they fell asleep next to each other at a bench at school. Yeah. And so everybody's like, so they are like weirdly close. Yeah, everyone's just like, so they are a thing. They're just denying it, which is basically the entire concept of the show is just that they love each other. And for whatever reason, they won't accept it. They won't go for it. Which, I mean, when you think about it, isn't that how most romance anime are? I don't know. I feel like they should just get over themselves and just get together already. I Everybody agree. knows. And I feel like the the form and format of the show wouldn't be any different if they were together versus them not being together. The only difference is that they need to get through this set of emotions where they're like, will they, won't they? And they're like deciding if they want to be with each other. It seems like Uzuki is ready to go. And it's really just Senpai who's not really sure about getting together with Uzuki. It seems like it hasn't necessarily really crossed his mind as a real option for some reason. For some reason, Senpai just does not care as much as uh, Uzuki-chan seems to care. I think he's just obviously like the more shy one in the relationship in terms mm -hmm. of like how he expressing his emotions and acknowledging that he cares about her or is attracted to her in any way. So I think it's going to take him longer to come around. That and I feel like he doesn't want to fall for Uzuki, let himself fall for Uzuki unless he knows that she wants to be with him basically it's true so he's kind of waiting for him to feel comfortable enough to think okay Uzuki-chan wants to be with me romantically before taking that step in his own heart but Uzuki-chan's yeah. waiting for him to say something romantic to her before admitting that she likes him I think also their friends just continue to be obsessed with them uh, yeah, I've never liked their friends in this anime. I mean, they they get to antics sometimes, and sometimes they have interesting plot developments, but at the end of the day, I, have, I always feel like their friends are just... Basically, all of their lines are, Oh, Uzuki is so cute with senpai. And that's like the whole shtick. Also, their friend that works at the restaurant totally tricked Uzuki and senpai into wearing cosplay outfits in the right. first episode she tricked uzuki into a maid outfit and a couple other outfits and yeah it was, that was not cool of her you know uzuki was just trying to be a good worker and go along with what she thought she was supposed to be doing and she got tricked yeah but then she up. had to wear those outfits <laughs> yeah her dad found out and was like what are you doing and punished her by making her wear the weird cosplay outfits yeah Which, that was like, an interesting is not time. something that i would think a dad would want to do for their daughter but i feel like she's just acted weird with uzuki she was obviously embarrassing uzuki especially mm -hmm. around senpai too the season hasn't been like amazing but it's it's been good it's, i've enjoyed it it's setting up for us questioning will they won't they and it makes me wonder if they're going to get together with 
romance anime, you never really can count on the fact that they'll get together or not. It happens. I mean, you, you always hope that they do, but you can't count on it happening. It happens. Yeah, but can't be too sure. There are a few I... anime I can think of off the top of my head where after season one they get together. True, but I just, I have learned to never expect it, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm hopeful that maybe they will get together this season or maybe there'll be like a kiss or something. What? Maybe a date with fireworks? I don't know. They did just have a school festival episode, so, you know, anything is possible. Or maybe some random person will kiss Senpai, or maybe... Random? Who? Or maybe a second girl will kiss Senpai next to no, the bathroom. No, this is not a harem anime. <laughs> Get that out of your head. We were watching so many anime recently where random non-main girl will kiss oh the main gosh. character, and you're like, what, what is happening? This oh is not what gosh. anybody in the audience wants. We're not here to talk about... All of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no spoilers for those. All of our random we'll hair- talk about those in the harem anime that we've been watching. <laughs> oh, man. But speaking of school festival arcs, we also have been watching Mob Psycho 100 Season 3. And in our most recent episode that came out, Mob was trying to prepare for the school festival. And they they did a little haunted house and he got some inspiration for it by one of the ghoulies that they were fighting. One of the ghosties that they fought. I thought they the, exercised. I thought the school festival arc with Mob's case just felt really realistic to what teenagers are actually like. Yeah. They like wanted to just sit out and not do the event basically and just like do the minimum amount of work possible because they're four dudes as costume people. Yeah. And that is so realistic. But then like Mob wasn't satisfied with it because he's an overachiever. Right. And it was just funny seeing him fighting against the ultimate final king, a hundred years reign reincarnated and just being like, hmm, I wonder if I could get some inspiration from here. <laughs> Like the yeah, ultimate the, gig gag anime. The whole anime. time he's in there with that yokai hunter guy and Reagan, and then the new character who also works at their agency, and he's just like walking around exercising these these guys, and he's just like, I wonder what I could do for the school festival. Maybe we could make this costume. And the yokai hunter's like, oh my gosh, all these lo- yokai, they're so big and bad. And, and he's it's just the four casually. <laughs> it's yes. the four generals. Yeah, the four generals. And then <laughs> Mop just like casually gets rid of them. Just to thinking about costumes. It's really funny. I, I love this season so far. I think it's been great. And they blow up the guy's roof and he's just like, I have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was really funny. Reagan, of course, has has been great these last couple episodes, as he always is. The funniest one to me was when he's like, "All right, well, uh, I have to run a business here, so I'm gonna have to ask you to leave." And then the dude's just like, "Here's one hundred thousand dollars," and Reagan's like, "Well, absolutely, we'll get this done." <laughs> yeah, he just first like, he turns was like, "On a dime." <laughs> yeah. At first he was like, "This is what is this fake cash? Like, why are you handing this to me?" And he was then after he realized he was but the, real. Then the guy, the guy's like, "I knew I could finally find some friends around here," and we're just like, "No, it's not your friend, not bro. Your he friend. just wants your money." 
Oh my word. And they're talking about like the god tree or something. And it's just broccoli that Mob made. Yeah, because the cult now worships Mob mm-hmm. and they worship the broccoli tree. It seems like Dimple might have something to do with that tree. Might be doing something crazy soon. Yeah, we haven't seen Dimple Getting around. Getting the shenanigans. Reagan was asking where did he go and who knows. I do like that this this season seems to be covering the theme of like trying to figure out what you really want to do with your life and who you want to be. And I wonder how that's going to end up coming to fruition as the season goes along because Mob had mentioned that he doesn't want to work at Reagan's agency forever. Does that mean that we'll see maybe them going separate ways towards the end? Or we'll see Mob figuring out what he does want to do towards the end of the season? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think this is supposedly the last season of Mob Psycho. I'm not 100% on that. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Mob Psycho always makes me feel a little emotional because the first episode where Reagan was talking about how he started his, his agency and um he's like, yeah, at first I thought that this wouldn't last very long and then something changed and it shows little Mob mm-hmm. like walking in the doors and meeting him for the first time and thinking about Mob growing up and how that he's that the reason so they stayed. He stayed. I know it was so sweet. I love their relationship. It makes me want to cry. Just because I think it's sweet, even though he's lying to him for, for years now. But I think Reagan gives him some good advice, good words of wisdom. It's very wholesome. I love their dynamic. I have hope that this season's going to be just as good as the other two seasons, which we loved both the other two seasons. The animation quality the season has been fantastic, too. So my first impressions are that this is going to be a good season since animation's looking great. There's already some good themes going on and... And of course, Reagan and Mob are, are both great characters. Yeah, I agree. I know that there were some voice acting changes that happened with it, but they haven't bothered me so far. It doesn't take you out of it because the voice acting is so different that you can't enjoy the anime. Right. We watched the dub. So the dub has had some voice acting changes. That was disappointing to find out because I really like the dub. Yeah, me too. They didn't change Reagan's voice actor, which... I like the way he voices Reagan, so I was glad. Yeah, the, the actual acting has been good with Reagan. If they had changed him, his voice actor, I think I would have had a harder time with it just because mm-hmm. his voice acting is so like iconic to me in that role. But I think the guy that they have for Mob is doing a pretty good job. Agreed. Yeah, it's not like teasing Master Tagaki-san where... Um, we watched the first season and fell in love with the voice actors. And then the second season's on Netflix and we just cannot even watch it. Yeah, because they changed. We, the, honestly, the voice actors do just fine. They're doing great. It's just we're so used to season one dub voice acting. The voice acting is too crucial to the anime. It doesn't have the same vibe. The vibe no, is a little different. The vibe's off and we hate it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the voice actors change and it's all right. Or sometimes it's even better. But other times, other times it's no, can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so far this, the dub change for Mob has been okay. I actually don't find that voice acting changes bother me so much unless it's my favorite character of the show. But then again, I watch a lot of things subbed and then I switch over to watch it dubbed with you. And so I just have to get used to the idea that like my sub voice actors will change, you know. (laughs) So maybe I'm just used to it. But there's just some characters where you just can never get over the difference. But Mob is not one of them. It seems as if the new voice actor picked him up just fine. So one anime that I watched by myself is Welcome to Demon School Iramakun Season 3. And this is an anime... 
I've talked about it a couple other times on this podcast. I absolutely love Irma Kuhn. Like, it's such a wholesome anime. The characters are so cute. Irma Kuhn is like such a sweetie pie and I just love watching it. So I've seen the first two episodes so far. I think there's a third one out, but I haven't seen that one yet. Anyway, basically so far, last season, their class was moved into this really fancy classroom that only superior demons have gotten to learn in before, but they somehow managed to get their way into it, even though they were like not one of the better classes. Anyway, to stay in that class, they have to reach a certain level and level of demon in their in their school. And so they're all freaking out because they're like, how are we supposed to maintain this? What are we supposed to do? So they get some new teachers to come in and specifically mentor them. So they've all been divided among these different mentors. And Irma Kuhn gets put into a group with this guy who just has no idea what he's doing with teaching. Like he's totally a newbie and he's just totally lost and he brings in his sister so we're gonna go from there the next couple episodes and kind of see what she has to bring to the table here but she's she seemed very sassy and like she's gonna whip Irma Kuhn into shape so we'll see how that all goes I will say I feel like last season the start of last season was stronger because we got into like evil demon Irma Kuhn pretty soon into the first season and this season we're jumping into them trying to go up a level in school and everything and th- and that'll be pretty cool but I feel like I-, I wanted a little something more from the first couple episodes but I think it definitely has a lot of promise. I always love this anime so I- I'm sure that I'll enjoy it more as it goes on. So the next seasonal that we watched is this really unexpected one called Bochi in the Rock. I mean, it was expected by me. Well, okay. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it was unexpected by me. One, yeah. We were just like sitting there one day like, what do we want to watch? And you're like, how about we watch this? I said, whatever. Okay. I usually don't like these kind of anime. So you know oh man girls forming a band <laughs> could there be something that is more my style I, right as a lover of chaos of course mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. you know why wouldn't you love that but i think that what's really charmed you about it is that the main character is just extreme social anxiety incarnate yes she's just very funny with all of her scenes she's hilarious so in episode one she plays the music for these two girls who she's trying to be in a band with and they're like you're not that great and of course that plummets her confidence and so to go on stage she asked to play in a box (laughs) so at first i'm like what this is a joke come on she's not actually gonna do that no nope, she she, nope. plays in the she played in a box the whole time and poorly yes she's great on her own yeah, but you know she's in like, a band she has like thirty thousand subscribers on youtube or something so you know she's good yeah. enough to get followers and in fact the people in the band and at the rock place they, they seem to know her on youtube but she just doesn't know how to play with other people which is a pretty common trope in music anime. They don't know it's her yet. They're like, you sound a lot like Guitar Hero. They have no idea that it's actually her. One of the girls is like, I hope I can play with Guitar Hero one day. You already did. And you <laughs> said she sucks. <laughs> yeah, so rude. Guitar Hero is her tag on, on YouTube or online. It's been very wholesome. I really loved it. What, what do you think of it from like the perspective of somebody who's super into these kind of anime usually? I'm waiting to see the full dynamic of all the different characters, but mostly it just feels 
Like I ha- I struggle with social anxiety in a lot of situations. And so I feel very outed that this is what people with so- social anxiety think about. That it's like, oh, I have to chip in and do a job or something. Oh my God, I have to talk to people in this job. I'm just not going to do it. And so she says no. Yeah, she tries to make herself sick by taking an ice bath and sitting in front of a fan so that she doesn't have to do a job. But she's so anxious about saying no that she doesn't say no. She says yes because of the social anxiety. Right. It really shows the thought process behind it of like you take the shortest possible path. Okay, I'll say yes to this, but then I'll get myself out of it by saying that I'm sick. That way I don't have to have any social pressure or risk. It's weird. People have social anxiety. I twist themselves into knots about things, trying to avoid social pressure. And then I thought it was cool, too, how it didn't seem like she was making too much progress after just one episode. She got included into the band, but then she still had trouble with work and was leaving and like, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted and I'm happy I got through the day, but still that was really hard for me. And I even gave her a fever. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, because she did she did sit in an ice bath and sit in front of a fan and try to give herself a cold and she actually did end up with a cold. Right. And also I liked how it handled that her extroverted friend and her friends were like, oh, she's kind of weird still, but we're trying our best. We're making some progress. <laughs> Like, it doesn't pretend like... I feel like sometimes when you have these kind of anime, after one episode of the friends being like, yep, they're weird, they just suddenly forget that their friend is weird for the rest of the show and they just laugh it off and they don't ever acknowledge anymore. But it was nice seeing this difference of when they're with their friend, they try to just help her out and show her, yes, you have to talk to customers, all that stuff. But then when her friends leave, she's like... that was kind of exhausting being around that person. Because I feel like if you have to be around somebody who's that socially anxious, it probably is exhausting as an extrovert. You like that her friends were fake? No. I (laughs) I like that you could tell that her friend still likes her and wants to be around her, but that it's clear that it's not easy for her friends to just be around her all the time because it's not. It's not realistic that it's easy to be around someone like that because it's not. They're all in this together trying to be a band and be better. But then we'll get to see who this red-haired singer girl is. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, she came at the very end of the episode. I'm excited to see where it goes. I kind of hope that they keep doing this thing that they've been doing where she's progressing a little bit each episode. Part of me kind of wants her to just like stay in that box. (laughs) <laughs> and like just Same be, here. be known as like the guitar player in the box and like that's just her and that's okay not have this big character arc where she gets out of the box i don't know <laughs> i'm hopeful that the next time that they play she's still in the box but that she cuts a hole in the box or something oh like yeah a little eye slits for it just to be able to maybe see the band members or something mm, i like that i like that that's progress that's the kind of progress i'm here for right Bochi and the Rock was cute. It's more your kind of anime, but I actually really liked it. I think I after we finished it, I was like, well, that was delightful. Right. It was. It was very like wholesome and fun. It reminds me of the anime Watamote, and yes. I enjoyed that one. It seems like Watamote, with the exception that the people in that anime can bear to be around her. First of all, the girl in Watamote is so strange. Basically, it's if you guys haven't seen it, it's this anime about this girl who tries desperately to make friends and just cannot because she's so weird. And this girl 
let's give her some credit and Bochi and The Rock. She might be socially awkward and a little weird, but her and the Watamote girl are worlds apart. I think that Bochi has more social anxiety than Tomoko because Tomoko can like put on weird outfits and go out in public or do weird things and go out in public and like see how that goes and talk to people that she would never talk to before. Bochi can't even talk to a new person. True, but she's just way weirder than Bochi. Right, but also Bochi is cute and talented tomoko is that the anime tries to make it seem like she's not cute she's kind of ugly and that she isn't good at anything but anyway we're not trying to hate on tomoko we're just saying i love tomoko that's one of my favorite anime yeah but it reminded me of that which i liked so i'm I'm glad we're watching it because i feel like this fall season at least from what we're watching is full of a lot of shonen anime and a lot of action anime which i love and that's great for me but it is nice to have this random slice of life music anime with these girls forming their band and being all cute and like happy with their band that yeah it's a nice break from everything it is nice so speaking of some shonen anime Another two that I've been watching is Golden Kamui Season 4 and Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War. Finally. I know. So Golden Kamui, just as goofy as it always is, like... I'm only two episodes in. I think I'm there's one I'm, I'm behind on. But super goofy anime, always. There's this guy in Golden Kamui. He's a super big guy. Has this weird bump on his, on his head. And this most recent episode he gets drugged that's what's been going on right now people have right. been getting drugged right and this kid finds him and calls him a, some, a name that i can't repeat but it was hilarious it was just absolutely hilarious so just in like standard golden comedy fashion it's just being very silly with its mm-hmm. humor already and also in in golden comedy fashion i feel like it's still delivering on the action like in the first episode there's this guy who's a sniper and that was pretty cool and sugimoto found him up where he was hiding and and they had this whole conversation and this whole small fight and that was pretty cool their group is all still together right now for now last season left off and ogata had left their group and then oh no yeah we found out that he was not a very nice guy which no surprise there as he was part of surumi's group the whole time surumi is the main bad guy (laughs) action's been good so far humor's been entertaining so far i feel like i can't ask for a whole lot more second episode we didn't see like sugimoto or anybody at all so i hope that it doesn't continue with this other group of people being the focus more right i hope it you want to get back yeah i want to get back to sherpa back to sugimoto back to them well because the third season so much of it was sherpa and sugimoto were apart Mm -hmm. and so so it's nice to see them back together yeah finally back together and then you get completely sidetracked. Yeah, into like this guy who poisons people and all of this other stuff, which was entertaining to watch. But yeah, it's been good. I'm glad that I'm watching it. It's it's definitely been been entertaining. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. I watch it. And I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> what is this? What's happening? Anime is like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so silly sometimes. The opening though, I played it for you yeah it's so good Mm -hmm. i love it i like listen to it in the car when i'm driving sometimes because it's just such a good opening bleach has been great so i 
have been watching Bleach with a friend and we finished Bleach, the main, the big series recently. So I'd been watching that last time we recorded. I was still in the middle of watching that. Finally finished it. Had a great time with Bleach. Finished it just in time for the new series to come out. And the new series looks fantastic. Animation was amazing. Mm -hmm. The first episode, it was so cool how we got reintroduced to the main four, like Uryu and Chad, my boy Chad. I love Chad. He's my favorite. And of course, Ichigo and Orihime was there. And it was just really cool, like seeing them all together fighting immediately. And then we get introduced to the bad guys really quickly. And then it was just a really exciting episode. And of course, Ichigo's iconic song was playing too. Yeah, and yeah it was just it was just really hype. It was just funny because I'm I'm like, man, people who grew up watching Bleach must, must... be crazy. How yes. Did, how did it feel going from that old style of animation to suddenly like brand new looking animation? That's it looks so incredible. Like... See, they all still look like themselves. Mm -hmm. Like it still looks like bleach just newer and so they did a fantastic job unlike some people who i'm going to call out trigun stampede who made my boy vash the stampede just look like some weird cyberpunk 2077 wannabe <laughs> like why they did that i don't know but anyway i won't go into details about that i have lots of opinions about that this is not a bash the new trigun stampede anime but i felt like bleach did a great job of updating the animation for an old anime in a good way that still right. made it look like right. the anime itself but newer obviously but then at the end they play the song and then it shows all these visuals from the old anime because it's kind of a nostalgia trip obviously for people i don't know if they're going to keep doing that as the ed or not we didn't get an opening this time so i'm excited to see what the opening is hopefully next time i am a sucker for that kind of stuff i love looking back and being like wow that happened oh my gosh that happened that's so true even though i saw all this like literally two months ago <laughs> half the stuff i'm like oh i just saw that like a month ago but it's still nostalgic still emotional so i can't imagine what it must be like for people who watched who watched this growing up and have been waiting for ever because mm -hmm. I literally had to wait like a month for it. <laughs> Everyone else has been waiting like 10 years. <laughs> Definitely did not disappoint. It was one of my favorite seasonal episodes so far. I have a lot of hope for it. I think it'll be really good. I've heard that this arc is super cool and the new villain seems really cool. So I'm excited because we didn't really learn that much about the Quincy family or like the Quincy's themselves. And it seems like that they're going to be the bad guys this season. And oh my gosh, I'll probably, I'm probably going to butcher this guy's name. It's like you watch or something i'm pro i'm so sorry if it's like <laughs> something totally else other than that and i just um, like actually <laughs> yeah um, actually is not that you're stupid you don't know how to pronounce things yeah i'm sorry i don't but that's what i think it is but anyway he seemed really cool he's like sitting in his throne at the end and i'm like oh pulling an eisen man stealing his flow but he looked really cool so whatever i don't know what it is with the creator of bleach and having cool villains sit in thrones but mm -hmm. i'm here for it anyway i bet he's gonna be a great villain i'm kind of ready for like someone else to be the main villain besides eisen you know because i feel like eisen's great but we've had a long time of him. I'm ready for someone else to come in. 
Speaking of villains, I've been watching the show called I'm the Villainess, so I'm taming the final boss. It's another one of those Otome game isekai shows where the girl played the Otome game and then got isekai'd into the Otome game. Once again, as the villainess, (laughs) this really is just uh, my life as a villainess, but worse. (laughs) Is it a harem? No. Not even close, baby. Not even close, baby. Um, (laughs) Okay, okay. She can't even get one person to love her. Not even. That's really sad. Yeah, it is really she sad. She needs to take lessons from our girl from Villainess who got like literally every single person who met her to fall in love okay, with Okay, but she's not a realistic person to be, okay? True. But anyway, it's very similar because the main character has that attitude of just doing everything as good as possible, working really hard out in the field and stuff. And and like trying not to be the villainess? And trying not to be the villainess. But the main difference is that she got kicked out of the kingdom in the very first few bits. Oh, that's sad. Not really kicked out 100%. But the point is that Prince Cedric doesn't love her and thinks that she's evil. Who is Prince Cedric to to determine that anyway? Her fiancé. Her own fiancé kicked her out of the kingdom? Yeah, That's she, he does not like her now. And so she, he's going to marry the protagonist girl, I think. But the point is that Eileen, Prince princess eileen i guess she's just eileen now so she went to go woo the evil prince instead of the good prince she's finding herself a new man a new man yeah (laughs) uh, she doesn't need prince cedric anymore she's slowly making the demon lord warm up to her because she's like preparing baked goods for the demon lord's pets and familiars and giving the crows cookies and cakes and bribing them using baked goods to do things for her (laughs) so they all love her and want more stuff from her so she did get some people to love her or at least some creatures I don't some know. creatures of the night yes that um, counts that counts for something but it's <laughs> not like my life is a villainess situation she can't even get the demon lord to fall in love with her it feels like she was aiming pretty high with that to go for the demon lord but whatever i get it that, he, that, what else does he want from her she gives her his pets food and like love the problem is that the demon lord kills eileen in the game so she's trying to avoid being murdered basically i see yeah that was pretty high stakes i give her credit for being so brave and trying it's been pretty fun so far she's a very likable character and it seems like the things she do are is relatively reasonable but at the same time i feel kind of whatever watching it. it's just like another atome i do enjoy watching those but at the same time it's not my favorite show this season I feel like isekais can be hard because sometimes they can start to all feel the same. Yeah. But they can still be fun to watch. This one leans pretty heavily away from the isekai-ness of it. It's basically just she has this motivation because it's an isekai to not get killed. She has to tame the demon lord. Right. But that's it. Everything else, it doesn't even mention. I don't even know what she was like in her original life. She acts just kind of like she was always born this way. The only difference is that one motivation. She even told him about it. Hey, look, you kill me in this video game. This whole thing's based off of that's why I'm trying to get you to fall in love with me. Was he just like, sure, okay, whatever you say, crazy person? Well, she, he was like, okay, so you want me to marry you? She's like, yes. And he's like, do you love me? And she's like, no. And he's like, 
do you want to marry me? And she's like, not really, but I want you to marry me. And he's like, well, then why? And she's like, well, the whole world's a video game and I'm going to die by your hand. So I need you to marry me to prevent that. And then he's like, all right, anyway, I'm going to drop you from the sky now. He like drops her out of the carriage. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're a crazy person. (laughs) Wow. He caught her and was like, I just wanted to see you cry. Oh my gosh. I guess he is a demon lord, but that's mean. He is mean, but he's also sweet. It's very weird. It's one of those weird shows. You should only really watch it if you want to watch a romancy kind of anime, but also you like the not bad boys, but I guess kind of sad. Not sad. What is it? Dark. Emo boys. He he's not really super emo either. Just goth. He's a goth boy. There you go. If you like Twilight. If you like Twilight, this is the isekai for you. Yeah, go for it if you like Twilight. Although she's not very annoying like Bella. She's very, gets everything done for herself, Mm -hmm. very independent. Apparently there were studies that came out around the Twilight time that found... Twilight (laughs) Like it's an era? (laughs) It was an era. (laughs) If you were around in in 2008 and through like... 2012 you would know this study discovered that women prefer like men who don't smile and who are brooding <laughs> like attributed it to like edward cullen yeah this guy broods and doesn't smile so there you go personally i was always team jacob so it doesn't sound like quite like the anime for me no this guy's not team jacob just to be clear he, he's edward. he will not imprint <laughs> uh, that's a spoiler sorry i'm not gonna wow spoil wow stop spoiling twilight for people i'm so i'm impressed that you know the name of the movie wow good for you and then in the book i guess also it's called breaking Dawn. <laughs> not just <that laughs> i was movie. thinking of i mean breaking bond dawn part two is when he you imprints sh- giving <laughs> things away oh my gosh stop spoiling anyway but yeah anyway well i've never seen those movies <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't. Or read the books. No, I just, you haven't. I I've have. been around in that time period. In the era. If you existed in the, in, in the era. If you were alive during Women the era of Twilight. Women just kept on talking so long about that stuff. Yeah, if you were like a middle schooler, high schooler around that time. So much like. drama. I mean, I remember people asking each other like, are you team Edward or are you team Jacob? Team Jacob, obviously. And now it's, are you team Makima or are you team Marin? Makima, obviously. Now. Now she's old old news that Marin. Marin, yeah. Well, before we get to, to talk. Chainsaw Man. We got one other one to talk about. Spy Family. Yeah. I was about to be like, wait, no. Did we talk about Spy Family? I we want to talk about that one. have not. Okay. <laughs> How could we possibly not talk about Spy Family? So the dog is here. Bond. And his name is Bond. Dog Bond. I yeah. like that his name was Mr. Dog. That was pretty cute. Inusan. I don't know. I like that the dog was called Inusan. That was cute. But it, it was so... Watching Anya be like... <laughs> expect for the conversation to be like, I have a dog. And then he, he's just like, <laughs> my dog's bigger. You have to come over to my house today. And then she's like, Dame. Starlight Anya. <laughs> and then Damien's just like, so what if you have a dog? And she's like... No. What? Then she, they're like, you really got him, Damien. Good job. That was a great comeback. And Damien's just like, what's the dog's name? And then Anya's like, dog. 
<laughs> She's like, I don't know. How do you name a dog? <laughs> that was really funny. So relatable. Yeah. I thought that these last couple episodes have been really cute. I love the mixture of action meets cute dog. <laughs> That's the mixture. <laughs> yeah. Action meets adorable dog. No, action and slice of life. I feel like last season, you know, we had action moments here and there, but I felt like it was mostly slice of life. It was really cool starting out with a terrorist threat, right? It actually felt like the world's in danger. I feel like last time we know Lloyd has to go and do his spy stuff and we're told that if he doesn't complete his mission, the whole world's going to fall apart. But this time it actually felt like their country was on the brink of war and stuff. They did an excellent job of communicating that, hey, there's going to be a new member of the family. That's pretty high stakes. There's... This new character has superpowers too, and here's how we're going to tell you about the superpowers. They don't just be like, and also there's a dog that can see the future. They're like, oh no, they're stuck in this situation, and Anya figures out through context clues that he can see the future by reading his mind. And I don't know, it was just really creative. But then also they blend in this back to the future style thing where the parents are disappearing and you can see that Lloyd's gonna die in this big accident that is a very present threat where the clock's ticking down and I'm like man this is a really masterful use of this future telling ability while they're explaining how the ability works to also make these stakes really really high because if they don't save Lloyd. We know he's going to die. That was all pretty intense. And it was sad to see that the dogs were going to be used as bombs. Yeah, what the heck? I know. I'm like, these nice dogs, they've done nothing wrong. and they're Lloyd gonna be... saved the dog. He did. He did. He threw him in a dumpster or whatever and was like, I'll come back for you. Well, he took the bomb off and threw it into the river. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Lloyd dressed up as the prime minister in a split second <laughs> and then got chased by the guy and what was up with that keith was like was that the prime minister he's old how's he doing all this the prime minister was like what a jerk he just stole my clothes like there was no way for him to dress up in similar clothes he had to strip the prime minister naked you know what this was a time sensitive matter (laughs) it was very time sensitive i bet lloyd did his best Okay. I he, just thought it was He did funny. what he needed he to do. He prepped a whole mask to look exactly like the prime minister, <laughs> but couldn't prep the prime minister's <laughs> outfit when he wears suits to work every day. Okay, okay. We we need to talk about who is making these masks for Lloyd because uh, I don't they know, are excellent. but they can't be trusted. Whoever this person is who is making these masks is too powerful. They're especially talented and very fast. Unless he or she has just made a bunch of these masks ahead of time and they just find them and pick them out. Mm-hmm. I bet. Also, the handler speech on war was super cool. Yeah, the handler has slowly scared me more and more every time I see her. But then also, in the most recent episode showed that she had a soft side and that was cute she did and it was interesting she said she has a daughter what her age around anya's age excuse me yeah i know it's like wait a minute they're allowed to have kids wait hold on she has a daughter that's what she said around anya's age and she couldn't just do the mission herself she was gonna put her own kid at risk okay so put another person's kid at risk oh it's not my kid it's just some orphan (laughs) I guess well, that's fine. 
Well, but Lloyd had to be the one who do, to do the mission, not her. Okay. I don't know. That's just what I'm pretty the sure The handler said. lady seems like she could handle it. She's literally a handler. <laughs> okay. I, as, I mean, that's what I think I heard last time. She's I a handler. <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> the handle getting all Seinfeld on me. <laughs> He's a head. She's a handler, Jerry. A handler. I guess she she handles Lloyd. She doesn't handle the situation. No, she doesn't. She was looking so cool though, telling him what the realities of war are. And but these terrorist guys were just like, oh my gosh, this lady's crazy. It was intense. I thought it was really funny how Anya thought she was going to be Starlight Anya from Saving Lloyd. And then <laughs> Lloyd was like, no, you can't tell anyone about this. You're not going to be Starlight Anya. Okay, Anya has been the MVP of the first three episodes. She really She has. literally saved Lloyd's life by pi- getting ketchup and putting a note on the door. <laughs> this is and a bomb. nobody even knows that she did that. It was a mystery who did that. Yeah. Spy Family has been a blast. It's been so fun to watch. I love this anime. It's just so cute. It was also funny that at school, her friend was like, maybe her Starlight Anya phase is over. And then Anya's like, nope. Still trying to be Starlight Anya. <laughs> runs, runs off to talk to Damien to try to get him to come over. I think it's so cute because obviously Damien likes her and wants to be nice to her. But... She's just making it difficult for him. Oh, she had some hilarious faces. This yes, those faces are definitely going to be memes. Oh, yeah. I at haven't the seen them yet. Yeah. But yeah, at her, during her time at school. And she's like surrounded by that like purple purple hue and then <laughs> purple haze. Yeah, she's a, she's a funny girl. Making that evil face like, yes, I will come to his house and I will be Starlight on you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love her just distinct motivation. To save the whole world? Yeah, no No, 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 no. To be Starlight on you. Oh, yes, yes. really to save the world or anything. She wants to save the world. She wanted to save her dad. The whole world is at risk. Yeah, but so that she could become Starlight on you. Mm -hmm. I think it's the other way around. But yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites of the season so far. Same. It's It's been really shining brightly this season. Yeah, the first season was great too, of course. But I feel like there's something about this season that I, I'm like, I think it's going to be even better than the first season. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's gotten past that exposition phase. Right, and it could just nice. really shine. Also, I just want to say I really appreciate Spy Family. I feel like because it's about a spy, it has a lot of like actioniness to it. The plot is about a spy and an assassin and a cute character. I feel like it draws in a lot of people that wouldn't normally watch this kind of show and goes, look, you can like this kind of a show, right? And I appreciate that about it. It's not just actiony. It also has slice of life elements in it and family elements in it and it kind of tricks you in enjoying a family show while you're also watching this not a shonen definitely not a shonen well our last but certainly not least fall anime that we have been watching chainsaw man yes chainsaw man is happening it's actually happening we've seen episode one and that's it yeah, well, we gotta wait a couple more days for episode two. Oh my word! But episode one finally came out, and we've read the manga. If you've All right, no manga spoilers. Yeah, if you've listened. Although we have talked about the manga yeah. previously, so. <laughs> yeah, if you've listened to other episodes, you know that we 
uh, manga readers. We It was great, too, because the other chapter for the manga came out the same day that the episode came out. This is pretty cool for me because this is the first time I've ever read a manga and then seen the adaptation. Right. I mean, with Vinland Saga, I saw Vinland Saga and then it made me want to read the manga, so I've read it. And so when season two of that comes out, that'll be another case. But this is the first time that I've read the manga beforehand. So it's really cool to see something that you've read get adapted. And, you know, you have in your mind how they'll sound or how they'll act or how the anime would look. And I think that this definitely didn't disappoint. No, absolutely not. It was a really good first episode. I think that something I keep seeing a lot of is people complaining about the fact that MAPPA uses 3D animation in some of their scenes. And I think that what people are missing is that MAPPA only used 3D animation in the fight scene with the zombie guy. That's it. And the rest of the anime looks a little 3D-ish because the people who are drawing it are just so good that it looks 3D. They're so incredibly talented at perspective the director that his shots look like 3d animation when they're not the op and ed excluded they're just really good at framing and perspective i feel like people are missing that because the animation in this show has just been incredible and i know that that fight scene which is what people probably came for is to watch chainsaw man fight was a 3d animated thing and it did have a few frames that looked off or were weird frame rate didn't look quite right but it was still really well done for a 3D animated thing. MAPPA still does 3D really well. Probably best in the industry. And I just feel like MAPPA hit it out of the park with this one in terms of animation. And they need to be recognized for it. I've seen people also complaining about the CGI. Which I will be one of the first to say that I hate bad CGI. Same. But I also don't... This is not Berserk. No. I also... Mm, no. I also don't notice when it's cgi sometimes if it's good i didn't really notice that much of the cgi in the fights and i thought the fights were incredible i mean he's a dude with chainsaws for arms and a head just enjoy watching him do his crazy stuff right it was insane it was insane when i read manga sometimes it's hard for me to like fully understand how a fight is mapped out like what exactly is happening in the fight so it was really cool to just see it happening on screen you know obviously you can't see in the manga so that was super cool it was also like very fluid and freaky and i loved it it was cgi but it was really good some of the stuff that they were doing was reminding me of attack on titan season three that i rave about levi spinning into one of the titans i'm not going to spoil attack on titan but levi doing this like spin move across the arm of one of the titans and it just looks incredible dingy did a very similar thing to the zombie devil and it just looks incredible and i don't want to take away from how cool that moment is because it's cgi it still looked really cool right it did look really cool i mean if you can blend cgi and 2d animation together pretty well then it looks cool and i think that they did a good job of that i do get it if the cgi just completely takes you out of the anime but the people work so hard to make the regular anime look like cgi the whole anime looks like cgi and it's hand drawn it's kind of crazy it looks great i also thought that the directing of it was really good i agree yeah definitely really well directed 
they did a great job of taking the manga panels and converting them into usable anime scenes where the anime looks a lot better than the manga, except for in a few cases, some of the manga panels in Chainsaw Man are iconic. And in some case, they were mapped one for one. And in some cases, they were changed. But obviously, some action, some still shots look way better in the manga because how do you beat a manga panel sometimes right but the moving shots were just so good in the anime that i felt like some things looked better in the anime and that's really hard to do in an iconic manga like chainsaw man that has those really incredible mm-hmm. action shots one of the shots i thought they did really well on is at the very end the last shot of the zombie devil is denji like cutting him in half and then the two halves fall apart with him in the middle. And you can just see these streams of blood. And it's ex- it's like one for one manga panel versus anime. And they did such a good job of translating that into the anime. Also, I, I thought that they did a really good job of hitting all the important beats of the manga. They did a good job translating the Denji complaining about... Well, not really complaining, but talking about selling off his body parts. They hit that really well. They did a good job explaining that Denji is an orphan and that he inherited his father's debt. They did a good job of showing Denji's relationship with Pochita and the talk with him in the shack was really good. I like seeing him in Pochita in the shack. And then they did a really good job of the zombie fight. Oh, and the the cigarette eating. (laughs) I love that part where he was like, how much will you give me? Okay. And he just shoves it in his mouth, but he doesn't actually eat it. Yeah. And then the zombie fight and then laying on Makima's lap and the hug. Those were all, all really good. It's been really fun to see people falling in love with Pochita already. Yeah. And Makima. Yeah, that's been really fun. Even though he's not in the first episode very much, people are already like in love with him and talking about how he want, they want a plush of him and everything. Yeah. And that iconic moment when Denji gets chopped up and then he's in the garbage can. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was translated insane. really, really well. That looked insane. I'm so glad that, that now anime watchers can see that too because... That yeah. was such a cool moment to see your shonen protagonist just completely in the garbage can chopped up. Oh my word. That's what I love about Denji, though. He's just such a weird little gremlin boy. He just wants to eat him. toast and jam, man. <laughs> he's That's got all like, he wants. He's got like such small goals. Makima's like, hey, He wants a girl to be around him. That He wants a girl. He wants to eat toast and jam. And Makima at the end was just like, hey... If you come join the agency, we'll give you food. And he's like, what What kind? And jam with toast is one of the things that she names among a bunch of other stuff. And he's like, all right, I'll come. I'm, I'm ready. In. I'm in. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> like, that's all it took. He has I mean, that's a locals. much better deal than before. That's so true. As he was wandering on the streets, like mm-hmm. body parts missing. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to sell more of them. He never acknowledges the fact that now his body parts are back. No, he doesn't. It's clear that he has two eyes now. Yeah, he's and yet he doesn't acknowledge that he has them, even though that would be a pretty big difference. I'd I'd think. There's also a couple other parts that I would think he'd be excited to well, have I back. I can't prove that those are back. No, but I'm assuming if his eye is back, all the other parts are back. But Yeah, and it's cool to see Makima and that everybody is really loving Makima. I'm a huge Makima simp. 
love love makuma just gets better and better in the manga we have a giant tapestry of her on yes. our wall yes she's my favorite basement. she's the best personally power is my favorite but we haven't met her we in haven't the met anime her. Yet, no spoilers so no spoilers for her but i'm sure you've seen power in the op because yes, it literally shows I mean, literally. her it says power so. <laughs> yeah i mean so that, can we just talk about the op it's so good. I love it. At, at first, I wasn't super crazy yeah, about the song. Yeah, me either. But, but now I've just been listening to it over and over and over <laughs> yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Let me listen to it again. And know. again. And, and then it's again. like a hundred listens later. It's like, all right, yeah. Love this song. The visuals obviously are super cool. Yeah, all the movie references. Yeah. To like Reservoir Dogs, The Ring versus The Grudge or whatever. And oh, yeah, that parody movie like, that yeah. they did. Yeah. And uh, like the Big Lebowski. Jacob's Ladder. Oh, Fight Club. Yeah, so many references. It was so good. That was really cool to see. My favorite part of it, though, is the end where Power just walks away after the, the explosion. Yeah, after the explosion gets set off in the background. And then when her and Denji are dancing at the very end and Aki, yeah, the uh, Aki just makes his little dog sign. Yeah, I don't know. I like the the Thor Love and Thunder reference with Power. Yeah, that was in the cool. foreground. That was such a cool moment. And then you can see like Denji and Makima in the background and it zooms in on them. That was so funny. It's a great opening. And the fact that they are going to do a different ED for every episode is pretty cool. Yeah. My only complaint, I guess, is that they didn't have any visuals. For the ED. Yeah, and I'm wondering yeah, that if that was they're... a little sad. It was. I would have thought that they would have made a generic background, like, something for... Right. Even just the characters scrolling by as the credits go. Right, that would have been something to look at. To me, it was kind of hard to really focus on the song when there was nothing to really look at. Maybe I know that sounds maybe weird because it's like, well, just listen, it's a song. But I was distracted by the fact that all there was was the credits, I guess. Right. You know what? We're complaining about visuals, but isn't it so cool that they're doing 12 different songs? I, it really I, I is. think that's really, it really impressive. Is. That's like a Monogatari move. Does, different Mono, parts. does Monogatari do that? Yeah, a lot of times they have different OPs and EDs for one season. I guess you're right. Monogatari has a lot of really short parts and they <laughs> each have their own. Yeah, if you watch Bakken Monogatari, there's like three or four different OPs and EDs. But yeah. I'm very excited for the next episode of Chainsaw Man. Pochita like merged with Denji. So is Denji now like a human or is he a devil? Because they treat devils really poorly in this society. Makima and the crew are literally devil hunters. Right. So should they hunt him like a devil or should they treat him like a human? Mm -hmm. If he joins them, is he going to have to hunt devils? I mean, he already hunts devils for the mafia. Well, Makima did say, okay, you can either, I'll either kill you like a devil or you can join me like a human. And as far as we can tell, he's going to join her because he wants breakfast. So, <laughs> like, why wouldn't he? <laughs> I literally had toast with jam yesterday. Yeah. I thought of Denji. Did you feel like Denji living his dream? I did. I, I guess we'll see if he ever gets to have Toast the Jam. Will he ever get to have jam? That's the only reason will, we're watching Chainsaw Man. Will he ever get a girlfriend? Nah, that's not or what I care about. It's just a Be just around a, a girl. 
Well, he's already gotten to be around Makima, so that's like a step in the direction that he wants to go. Like a girl has now talked to him and yes. hugged him. A woman. Yeah, a woman has hugged him. Yeah. So that's that a pretty, pretty big huge. deal. I don't remember him saying, hug me. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he would have taken whatever he could get. <laughs> You know, it was just so interesting to hear that. For some reason, I thought I remember Makima just going up and hugging him, but I guess it's it was just weird seeing him like just completely wrecked as Chainsaw Man and being like, "Hug me." (laughs) (laughs) I do think so far that they seem to understand the vibe of Chainsaw Man. Yes, they they seem to grasp. The weirdness of it, the I hope it stays quirkiness weird. of it. I hope so too, because that's what I like about Chainsaw Man. It's just weird. Like all the characters are just goofy, weird this, people. Yeah. If you're going in expecting a normal gory shonen like Attack on Titan, it is nothing like Attack on Titan. I mean, it's definitely gory. Expect something much closer to Jujutsu Kaisen or something. But yeah. like weird, very weird. Yeah, it's definitely gory. It's just not serious either. I don't mm-hmm. know. There, it, It's hard to explain. I feel like for those of you who haven't read the manga, as the series goes along, you'll see what we're talking about. And also, no spoiler, but you got to remember that the guy who wrote it once had a girl who in college grabbed his bike and threw it on the ground and bullied him and that like imprinted on him and ever since he always liked girls that bullied him and so <laughs> i didn't know that yes he just, yeah, threw, Fujimoto, she just threw his bike i think so that's i think rude. that's what happened maybe he's, she stole his bike i don't remember you have to look it up but the creator's a weirdo <laughs> And likes girls that bully him. And so you got to remember that when watching the rest of this, because just keep that in mind, because <laughs> there are some like dummy mommy kind of characters in this show that you got to remember the creator thinks of that in a positive light, not <laughs> a negative light. Yeah, it's a it's going to be an exciting time for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to to continue to see how it goes. I hope that some of my favorite characters get to be on the screen soon. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. I hope that we see some of the fit fan favorites in the second or third episode. That's what I really hope for. And I hope that Dingy gets to eat a good meal and maybe take a bath. Yeah, like not eat out of the garbage can anymore. That'd be That's a good goal for him, I feel like, right now. Let's see what happens, you know. The well, character that, growth. That maybe, is, that maybe is too high of an expectation. Character growth. For episode two, but maybe <laughs> we'll episode see, three. We'll see, we'll see. So out of all the ones we're watching, because we are watching nine of them, not fall season. I think I might be watching a 10th one. Same. Once uh, To Your Eternity season two comes out, I'll be watching a 10th one. So I guess between the two of us, we will be watching, I think, 11 altogether Mm -hmm. between the two of us. I mean, I'm also watching The Lies They Tell Everyone. Oh my gosh, 12. Yeah. Okay. So we have a lot of seasonals between the two of us. What would you say is your top three right now? Uh, Chainsaw Man, Spy Family. The third one's kind of hard. I really like Uzuki-chan. Over like Mop Psycho 100? Yes. But that's just because Uzuki is just something I really look forward to returning to. And it's more my kind of anime. I recognize it's not as good as Spy Family or Chainsaw Man though. My top three are really hard. I would definitely say Chainsaw Man is one of my top three. Mob Psycho and My Hero are pretty up there, though, too. Yeah, I would definitely say Bleach. Okay, so I'd say Chainsaw Man, Bleach, and Spy Family. 
it's just that Chainsaw Man has been so good. I, I can't say that's not my number one. And then Spy Family has just been so good. It's like Kaguya-sama. Yeah. Like, even if it's not your thing, you can't ignore it because it's just so amazing. It's really great. Man, this season is just stacked. It's I know, crazy. It's and then next season is even winter, just as much, if not more, stacked. Yeah, Attack winter is going to be insane. Back. Nagatoro's coming back. Everything's coming back. Vinland Saga comes Vinland back. Vinland Saga comes back. We, we got to fit. I'm watching Vinland Saga right now, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Yes, we are watching it together. I finally got you to watch it. I'm so excited. Mm, we'll talk about wait, that sometime, wait, wait. too. Are you saying you're going to watch season two with me? Maybe. That would be so exciting. I mean, that would if you my, can bear that would it, warm my heart. If Aww. I can bear it, <laughs> you've been good. Usually, you you make comments here and there when I show you stuff, but you've been very good this time. Mm-hmm. Well, the comments only last for three episodes, and then I get get pretty normal. I don't know. There's been some stuff I've shown you where it's just like what. That's that's for a non <laughs> off podcast discussion. We are actually married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. But anyway, no, you've been good this time, so that'd be exciting to to watch it together. But yeah, what's crazy to me is there's still more. Like I said, there's two year eternity mm-hmm. come season two coming out, so there's still more to look forward to this season that hasn't even come out yet. Right. We still haven't finished the great jockey. Oh, yeah, but that was a 2021 anime that's just getting but dubbed it's now. Out it's coming season. out now dubbed, yes. Yeah. So I don't know how much that counts. There's been a lot of great stuff. So We still haven't finished the Girlfriend Girlfriend dub. Yeah, that's also coming out, but that was the last season. <laughs> that was the last year show. This is 2021, man. Okay, but you're watching it now. Oh, okay, okay. But these do not count in our fall anime discussion. I know, I know. But they are coming out. They are. So. It's true. It's true. So, yeah, we have so much to look forward to, and I'm very excited about it. I feel like this season is going to be one of the best in all of anime history. Agreed. It feels like every day I come home from work and we just watch two or three <laughs> anime that are amazing. Literally on Saturday. On Saturday, we watched four different anime and we could have probably watched a fifth. We Well, Irimakun, I think, comes out on Saturdays. Oh, my word. So I could have watched that, but I... Five seasonals in one day. We are eating good. And then Sunday comes and because we don't watch Baruto, we just get nothing. (laughs) (laughs) We We need to catch up with Baruto. We we do because it is out. The dub is out Mm -hmm. on, I think, Hulu now. I think we still have a while before we get to any of the good parts, though. Well, we're at Himawari's birthday. Yeah. It's, I've been got... waiting. I wanted to see her <laughs> birthday Himawari party. Himawari has missed her birthday for a year now. <laughs> I wanted to watch Himawari's birthday, and I was so mad when I saw that it was not dubbed, and we've waited for so long. We were even at a convention in the a bl- we, literal we voice of Naruto. We talked to Naruto herself. Well, okay, we did talk to her, but Naruto, you know, the the voice actor herself was like, no, these things have been dubbed. Like, it's all been dubbed. And we were like, where? Where, where are they? She said it was on Hulu, but I looked and it was not there. But, but now, it's here now. now it's here. How far is the dub, do you know? 
I think it's pretty far in. Ooh. I don't know how far. So I didn't check. Watch, I just actually. saw that Himawari's birthday was dubbed. Uh, we have so many things that we need to catch up with, like One Piece and Naru- Boruto. Well, we so used to have different. Boruto Mondays, so maybe we can Ooh. have Boruto Sundays now, since there's nothing else to We could add a 13th. Why not? Why not add Boruto on here? Why not just catch up to Boruto? Well, the, okay, we would have to really do a lot of catching up to start watching it. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe We're not going to be able to watch it as a seasonal. <laughs> maybe that one not work. Good, that would but be like, like one episode of week to not fall behind would be nice. Besides, we're getting spoiled like every other day. It's awful. For Boruto? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have a huge spoiler for Boruto. And I'm really mad about no it. No spoiler. Yeah, I know. No spoilers. I know. I'm really mad about it, but it's something I learned. And, you know, sometimes I spoil myself because I look into things. I'm already mad enough that I got spoiled about a certain kind of travel that they do. Oh, that's like old news. That's barely a spoiler. Yeah, but what do you mean it's barely a spoiler? (laughs) That is a very large spoiler. Listen, the spoiler I got is huge, okay? Okay. Yeah, and we got spoiled for My Hero Academia. But that's partially my fault, I feel like. I feel but like I, like, hear about something Isn't one of the spoilers with My Academia, we already saw that in this episode? No, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, a different thing? I'm talking about the manga. Anyway. <laughs> What's crazy to me is that there are so many great anime out this season that when we're talking about what our top three are, literally, there's still Mob Psycho 100. Right. And there's still my hero which any other season has the potential to be like number one right, right? But absolutely it's just that there's so much good stuff and out this i don't want to take away from mob psycho or my hero Same. they're both one, number one animes in terms of their quality this season right they're fantastic this season other than the fact that toga is not in it enough but i'm okay with that because mirko is amazing so sorry toga i'm on the you hero got, side you now. have a new girl <laughs> There's a new girl Relationship in town. ended. No, I'll always be a Toga stan. <laughs> There's a new waifu in town. Relationship ended with Toga. <laughs> Started with Mirko. Anyway. <laughs> She's so powerful. She is. She just kicks their face. I'm sorry. I already talked about this. I already guessed about Mirko. We don't need to talk about it anyway, again. Well, I'm so excited for this season. I cannot wait to watch more. And it's really cool to be excited with so many other fellow anime lovers because we're all amazed at how much great stuff just came out mm-hmm. this season. No matter what kind of stuff you're into, I feel like there's something for you this season. And I, I just can't wait to watch more and keep talking about it as we go along. Yeah, same. All right. Well, that does it for this episode of Shock No Jutsu. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and I hope you're enjoying the fall season just as much as we are. Yeah, thanks for listening.